OmegaMetroid.com is here. We're so proud to finally share our website with you, giving Metroid fans a dedicated Metroid one-stop shop for the latest news, fan creations, walkthroughs, maps, and of course, the latest episodes of the Omega Metroid podcast. That's not all. If you'd rather listen on YouTube, you can check out episodes there. And if you really want to take your Omega Metroid experience to the next level, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get access to special Discord roles, a platform on the website to promote your projects, exclusive bonus shows, and so much more. Memberships start at just as little as $1 a month. OmegaMetroid.com is the source of all this great content. So whether you're a new Metroid fan or a series veteran, OmegaMetroid.com is the place for you. Check out OmegaMetroid.com today. Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. We are live from Linktober Zelda Creator Con. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Allison Aletha. How you doing, Al? I am doing peachy. It's a good day. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I would be doing better if there is a Nintendo Direct announced. We all know that one is looming. We did our E3... E3. We did our summer Nintendo Direct predictions last week, and uh, no Direct was announced, so I guess they still could announce a Direct for, like, this Tuesday, but it seems very unlikely to me at this point, so who knows when that's coming, if that's coming. Uh, we're just we're just waiting. But if they did I announce mean, that, I would feel a lot better. I mean... They still could, because it's, like, kind of typical for Nintendo to be like, join us tomorrow, yes. you know? Yes. But th I feel like this would be a bigger deal, and they'd want to announce it sooner. Uh, I, I, I agree. Know. Like, I, I feel like if you are going to, because as we proved last week, Al, using science, if you're going to if you're gonna take the lid off of Breath of the Wild 2, which I never want to say the words Breath of the Wild 2 or the sequel to Breath of the Wild ever again... But if you're gonna if you're gonna take the lid off that, then I I feel like you want people to be prepared for your direct and to like have more than one day's notice, right? So yeah, um, <sighs> I I mean, hey, does that mean does that mean that technically I win because I said that they weren't gonna talk no. about Breath of the Wild no. too? No, doesn't mean you that win. Was but we were, you know, making that assumption. We were saying our predictions based on the fact that there would be a prediction this or a direct this week. So no, by letter of the law, we're predicting the next Nintendo Direct. Oh, uh, okay, all right. Now, one of our predictions could have been that it it gets announced for this Tuesday, and we would have both been wrong if that was a prediction, or maybe we would have been right. Who knows? Who who knows what these guys are doing? I have no idea what they're doing. I don't know if they know what they're doing. Um, I do know that I was able to catch a little glimpse of the Microsoft showcase earlier today. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to look at it. I'm not sure that there's really a whole lot there that's up your alley. Um, 
but there were there were a few things that were in mind. A couple of Metroidvanias announced, and we got we finally got a look at Silk Song, Hollow Knight Silk Song, which was pretty nice. cool. But there's a, there was the rumors that they were going to be announcing Goldeneye, like like for the N sixty four like remastered, didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was rumors that there was going to be a new Banjo Kazooie, didn't happen. Um, I wanted to see more Perfect Dark, didn't happen. So it was it was a, it was okay. It was an okay Wasn't- show. Was one of your predictions, or maybe this was outside the cast, but was one of your predictions that we wouldn't see anything for Hollow Knight? Yes. Yes, it was. Which I guarantee you now is going to be right, because we're not going to see anything in Hollow Knight in the Nintendo Direct, so go me. Oh my god. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we got no Zelda news going on. We got nothing. We're begging. We're begging them for scraps of anything. So we are going to debut a new show while we're waiting, and uh, I've debuted this show... On the Omega Metroid podcast, which you should check out if you are a Metroid fan or just enjoy my podcast. And it's, we're going to tinker the formula a little bit. And we're going to be calling this show, Allison, Zelda's Percentages. Now, the premise is simple. I read you a statement, Al, and you and I will both respond with a percentage, 100% being this absolutely will happen, 0% 0% being there's no chance at all. And we're going to we're going to have a percentage of if this statement that I read to you will occur or maybe would have occurred in the past. Uh does it have I explained the rules succinctly? Do we do we all understand? Yeah, I think so. All right, awesome. Um well that being said, um uh, and by the way, so usually when we're doing the show, we're live streaming on Twitch right now at the Zeldacast. Usually we don't uh, like have the chat open, but I I do have the chat open today. So if you guys have uh, any spicy takes of your own, uh, I'll I'll try and read them out uh, for everybody listening in podcast form as well. But um, the the best way to do this is just to do it. So let's do it. I have the first statement ready for you, and it's a doozy. I'm coming out swinging. Are you ready? Okay, let's let's do it. I guess <clears throat> Zelda. Breath of the Wild 2 sales will be less than half of Breath of the Wild's total lifetime sales on Nintendo Switch. Wow. On Nintendo Switch. So I added in the uh, at Nintendo Switch because the caveat of like if it ever gets like re-released for like the, I don't know, like the Switch 5 or something like that, like down the road. Like we're, we're talking about just this game on the Nintendo Switch. And uh, I'm going to let you go first, but I have an answer my own, Elle. So you're saying less than half less than of half. the total lifetime. And, and just, to be, just to be clear, let's make it a nice round number. Breath of the Wild is at 25 million units sold. So Breath of the Wild 2 needs to do 12.5 million. I... That it will happen. So I'm going to say like maybe 20% chance that will happen. I don't think that the sales are going to be as well. So as no, no, okay. So you want, you want 80% then because Breath of the Wild 2, I'm saying that Breath of the Wild 2 will sell less than half of Breath of the Wild. Right. We'll sell less. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to spend the first one trying to discuss this, but we'll send, we'll s- sell less than half less than half so if you think i don't think that's likely okay i think it'll sell more so my percentage would be still low right 
Okay, sorry. I thought you said it would sell more than Breath of the Wild, which is no, 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 no. Just more than okay, what you're Okay, so saying. you're going twenty percent. You yeah. know what I'm going? Yeah. I'm going ninety-five percent. Why? 95%. Why do you think it would only sell like half or less? Because by the time that this game, first of all, I think that Breath of the Wild is like a complete anomaly. I don't think we'll ever see a Zelda game beat Breath of the Wild. I really don't. Um, I think circumstances and you know, word of mouth and everything made Breath of the Wild an anomaly. Um, 12.5 is a massive, massive number of, of units sold. Right. And to put that into context, what was the highest selling game before Breath of the Wild? Well, I don't know. What was it? I'll tell you. It was Twilight Princess at about 8 million. So, <laughs> you know, 12.5 million. Okay. For, for extra added context, um, and I'm just pulling this out of my butt because I happen to see it. The Last of Us 2, okay, because we were just talking about The Last of Us. The Last of Us right. 2 has sold 10 million copies so far. Okay. I think that that's, like, a comparable, in a sense, of, like, that's a big established franchise that, that uh, you know, came out recently with a sequel that was a long time away from the first. Not even really that long. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go 95%. I do not think it's going to pass that 12.5 million mark. And by the, but and maybe it does, but then Breath of the Wild is still going to be like, let's say it gets to 14 million. Breath of the Wild will probably be sitting at 30 million by that point, you know? Hey, I, um, I hear what you're saying. And I feel like that all sounds very sound, like sound good arguments. Um, <laughs> but just, you're wrong. I, and you know what? I, I could very much be wrong because I'm not like I'm not a professional with these numbers. I don't understand these numbers the same that you might understand these numbers. But to me, I feel like Breath of the Wild, while yes, like a major success, probably anomaly, it also brought on a lot of new people to the fandom. I feel like okay. anytime I am talking about Zelda out in public outside of our circle, it's Breath of the Wild that people bring up, not any other Zelda from the last 30 years. And which I just find odd because there's, like I said, 30 years of games. Um, and so I feel like it's a really highly anticipated game uh, sequel and that I feel like it could break that mark. I don't know if it's going to go like extremely as well as Breath of the Wild. I don't think it could, but okay. I think it could still break that. I respect that. I respect that. I'm really interested to hear your take on this next percentages that I have for you. So but okay. before I get there, if I were to ask you, can you power rank Nintendo's franchises in terms of like like their number one, two, and three overall franchise? What, what would your answer be? Probably Mario. One. Zelda. Okay. Really? not That's I, not one? <laughs> so I, I suggested that number one is Mario. Number yeah. Two is Pokemon. And number okay. three is Zelda. Does that sound fair? Okay. Oh, yeah. If you wanted it as like you know, which one was in what place, then yes, I can understand that. I was going to throw a Pokemon out there as well. Okay. Here's a percentage. Within the next 10 years, Animal Crossing will eclipse Zelda as Nintendo's number three franchise. Um, ooh. I'm wondering about that because now I think that New Horizons was an anomaly because it came out at like such an opportune moment covid right. was running rampant everybody got sent home from work right and told the to quarantine for two weeks is what we were told and like literally that same weekend animal crossing new horizons came out and of course like i don't know the numbers but i know they're huge 
Like it's, I, like, it's like 35 million or something insane. Yeah. So, I mean, could I see the fact that a lot of new people were brought on just like I did with Breath of the Wild? Yes. But, like, I I feel like Animal Crossing is the same formula for each game. So, I wonder if they can top that and really keep those sales up enough to make it mm -hmm. break over right. Zelda. Okay. Well, what's your so percentage? Oh, right. Um, Let's say 36 36%. Okay. <laughs> we got a couple zero percents in chat here. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I actually... I see it happening, but I not agree with you. I, yeah. th I think that you basically um, listed off my my thought process as well. And my percentage is similar. I was going to say 40% because I I could see it happening because cause Animal Crossing is like... You kind of see it already with all the amiibo, all the like the, the, the plushies and stuff like that everywhere. Like, that's a very... That's a series that Nintendo knows how to market and understands. And obviously it is the audience. They understand that audience. And I think that they do with Zelda as well. Obviously they yeah. do because I think that Zelda has really leveled up in like the last 10 years as a series. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't say it's impossible either. Like, uh, so I, I'm going to say 40%. Okay. Okay. I mean, like I said, I could possibly, if they can keep up that momentum, great. But like I said, I feel like Zelda can continue to grow and evolve, and right. I don't know how much Animal Crossing can. All right. An official Breath of the Wild manga will be written eventually. Oh. I'm, 95 I think we're all pretty high on this one, right? Like, Yeah. I so, feel like... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, I, I guess... So, so I'm, not, I'm not, like, a huge... Um, like manga guy but i think that like for me like breath of the wild already has like very clearly defined characters and story events that like i think with like some games where, where there's more room for interpretation or like original stories that makes more sense but then i guess like you look at ocarina of time and like that has also a very clearly defined character and story sequence of events and i'm literally like yeah looking at the thing right now so yeah uh, i'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a hundred percent. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be that guy. Okay. I'm gonna go a hundo. I get you. I mean, I, I just there's a very high possibility of that happening. And like, can you imagine having more characters to work with than a lot of our other Zelda games that mm. have been adapted? So yeah, I I think ninety five percent. I I don't know if I'll ever give anything a hundred. We'll see. Um, I, I didn't think I would either, but this one seems like a slam to me. We have a question, and maybe you know this. Is there a Skyward Sword manga? Um, there is... Uh, I don't think there's a Skyward Sword per se, but in Hyrule Historia, there's a story slash manga of the original hero and Hylia. I see. Because I, I know... I, think. I know there's there's Twilight Princess, Ocarina of Time. Um, I think there's Minish Cap, right? Like Phantom Hour. Like, I don't There There's mm -hmm. a lot of them, and I'm sure that... I'm sure that, uh, you know, eventually Breath of the Wild will get there. Okay, are you ready for the next one? I'm ready. Let's do it. After the commercial failure of Four Swords Adventures and Triforce Heroes, Nintendo will not make any more multiplayer-focused mainline Zelda games. Um... 
Ooh, that's hard. Cause part of me is like, they would, they would definitely be like, yeah, let's just cut our losses. But part of me is also thinks that they tried to take an idea that didn't quite work from four swords because like, while it's a great game, it's not optimal for playing multiplayer like at all. Right. And then they try to do something fun with Triforce heroes, but you know, they've got Nintendo switch online that we play multiplayer switch games all the time. I totally could see them making a new one, learning from the mistakes of Triforce heroes, maybe making it a little bit better for single player. So I, the likelihood of them never doing again because of those failures, I'm going to say is like 12%. Okay. Uh, just to be clear, I'm not talking about ports. I'm talking about a new original game. Does that change? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of with you, uh, to be honest. I, I, uh, I was thinking about it, and if I'm if I'm thinking sensibly, to me it's just like these games clearly don't work, right? Like mm -hmm. like Four Swords was, and I guess technically some of it Four Swords kind of failed because you needed so many gimmicks to actually play the game, right? Right. And Triforce Heroes failed because it wasn't very good, and right. uh, you know the the online infrastructure was bad even for Nintendo's standards. And so the the, the sensible thing would be like, yeah, let's not do this anymore. This sucks. But I don't know. I feel like Nintendo is so stubborn that they're just like, no, we're going to make this work and you're going to like it. You just don't know it yet. So I, I kind of agree. I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go as high as you. I'm going to go 30% that they'll never make another, um, you know, multiplayer focus game again. Okay. But I, I, I think they're going to do it. I think they want to get this concept like yeah. out across, right? Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, like... The Switch, again, I, I said this about Skyward Sword. The Switch is the perfect console for Skyward Sword. Mm -hmm. Switch is also a perfect console for a multiplayer Zelda game because we plug in Mario Kart 8, we plug in Tetris, we plug in um, Mario Maker or whatever, and then we can get on the online and play with other people. So why can't you do that with a you plug in a Zelda game and right. then you get online and play multiplayer? God, I just, I want it. I want Four Genius. Swords HD. Hire me, Nintendo. So bad. <laughs> like I would, I would probably pop more for the Four Swords announcement than like the Breath of the Wild two reveal at this point. I think that would be so. Oh my awesome. god. <laughs> um. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> and I think we talked about this one actually a little bit last week. If Twilight Princess HD and The Wind Waker HD are coming to Switch, they will be full retail price each. Can I jump in here ahead of you? Yeah, go for it. You know what I'm going to say? I think you're going to have a high percentage, and I will too. 98% guarantee. I will guarantee that when they put these titles on Nintendo Switch, they are going to gouge you for every dollar that you're worth, and you're going to pay it. You're going to yeah. pay it. That's the thing, yeah. I mean, even if it happens, like I know that I will pay it because one... I'm sick of my Wii U. I'm like over it. Yeah. I used to be a highly, like I used to love it. And now I'm just, it's sitting in my closet and I'm dreading turning it on to tell Mossy's that it for sure works and I'll be bringing it to the marathon. But um, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm going to say 80% because I know that Nintendo, they do kind of go a little bit high on prices. They're a business. They do that. And, right. but I just feel like that's so silly to do that a third time. Like I get it the second time, but at 
at the third time, I'll probably be one of those people on Twitter like, what how, the hell, Nintendo? How many times have you bought, like, Super Mario World? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Oh, wait, you know what? I, I'm going to move up my percentage. I'm going to move it up because I have three different versions of Skyrim that I paid full price for each. Right? Hold and on. If, so, they did, if they did that, it's game over. Nintendo's going to do it. So I saw something in our Twitch chat that I just want to make you aware of because um, our boy Joel Siegel, who put together this whole uh, Linktober Zelda creator con and is like literally a saint of a dude, but he just threw out a 50%. And one rule on this show, Al... You can't be on the fence. It's either 49 or it's 51. So keep that in mind if you're feeling torn. Okay. That goes yeah, for you too, Joel. <laughs> I'm going to go back. I'm going to go up to 92% after okay, wow. the, Sky, the Skyrim thought. All right. Well, we, sorry guys, but we're thinking that we're paying a lot of money for these games. And I, I'm going to complain, but I'll buy them. God oh, I will complain. <laughs> I'll, I'll complain too, but uh, yeah, I'm going to buy them. Okay. <laughs> let's, uh, let's keep it going here. The Tingle games will eventually find their way to North America in some form or fashion. So either as part of a collection, as part of a virtual console kind of deal, as part of a something, these games will get officially released in some way, some form. And, and let me just, uh, maybe I should clarify. I'm only talking about the first two. I'm not talking about Tingle's balloon fight because that one's just like a mini game almost what do you think uh i'm gonna say like 15 percent. i just don't really see that happening that that that's i i see the cdi games being on the switch first <laughs> before i see that happening which sucks because it, it, it would be awesome but i just for some reason i just don't think that's a very high possibility I forget what I said. Did I say 15%? Yeah. Okay. I... So my head has an answer and my heart has an answer. Right. Um, it's like my, my head says probably not because <laughs> I feel like... They're like they're not really Zelda games. There are some Zelda elements. Uh, Balloon Trip of Love certainly isn't a Zelda game. It's, it's closer to like an Ace Attorney game. Um... And, and, and there are some elements that are a little bit outrageous that I think, like, some Western fans would be like, Ugh. But I also think that, like, at the time that they were released, 2009, 2007, um, I think society has changed a lot in that time, where now it's, like, some of the more outrageous things in this game aren't, like, aren't, like, that outrageous anymore. Like, I don't think so. And to me, it's, like, I, I feel like you've got this game... Uh, specifically Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land. I'm like, you've got this game. It's translated in English. You've already, like, it probably would take, like, minimal effort to put it on a virtual console or something like that where people could pay, like, uh, 10 bucks to, to buy it. Like, I, I feel like that's just, like, found money if you do that. And I think that, like, it's definitely niche. It's definitely niche. But I think that there's a lot of people that are curious about this, especially as, like, the Zelda franchise gets bigger... I think that there's a lot of people that are, or enough people anyways, that are curious about it to to justify, like, the small amount of work it would take to get Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land over to to North America. Now, Balloon Trip of Love, I'm not sure, because you'd have to translate that through, you know, from Japanese. A bunch of fans have already done that, and that's fine. Um, 
that game also relies a lot more heavily on the touchpad than uh, Tingle's Rosa Rupiland does. So like, I don't know. I I if I think that I think that the percentage for Tingle's Rosa Rupiland is higher than the percentage for Balloon Trip of Love. But then I'm asking myself, I'm like, do I really see one of these games coming and not the other? Like, does that make sense? Maybe, maybe not. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. 35 percent 35% because my my heart says like this this is gonna happen eventually sometime it's just we need the right platform for it the Wii U is probably that platform but they didn't do it for whatever reason but I I do think that there are enough people to justify bringing these games over and like like I said like I, I feel like especially for Tingle's Rosie Rupaline like it can't be that hard I mean I don't know anything about game development but like how hard could it be to get on a virtual console? You know, you got Phantom Hourglass on there. And like, I saw someone mention that there's like, it's very tied to stylus controls. Like, oh, hello, Phantom Hourglass, you know? Yeah. And they got those on the Wii U, but they don't have them on the Switch. So, I mean, I don't know. Right. I just, I, I don't, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the CDI games where Nintendo kind of just, uh, tries to pretend that they don't exist, you <sighs> know? And I just ha I just don't see it as being very likely. My heart, I agree my that it wouldn't be so hard. <laughs> All right, are you ready for the next one? All right, yes. The four champions make an appearance in Breath of the Wild too. That okay. Yeah, that, I, so to to be specific, not the okay. not the new champions, the old like Daruk, right. Mifa, Rivali, Urbosa. I'm gonna say 100%, but wow, not in, uh, not in the um, capacity that that has a lot of meaning. I think that they will make an appearance, but it will be small and uh, not that very big. Maybe just a reference or a memory, because they're big on memories for those games. So, 100% that they make some kind of appearance in some way. I think 95% that they're coming. The question, maybe we could do a sub percentage here, is like, do they have a significant role to play or not? And it, it like, I think that there's almost certainly going to be more memories to find, and I would be surprised if like we didn't get more of those stupid yeah, like not. character interaction memories or whatever that doesn't really tell you anything, but it's just kind of like a nice moment. I yeah. wouldn't be shocked if there was a bunch of moments like that. Um, so I, I think that they're definitely showing up. I just. I don't know. I've clung on to this thing, Al, that like, I've clung on to it for so long. I was like, the events of Age of Calamity can't be for nothing. You know, like maybe, maybe this alternate reality brings them back. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, but wait, if you think about the fact that they are coming out with like three hopes or whatever, and it seems like a completely different alternate story with the same characters like couldn't age of calamity just be just like that just like we always said its own bubble its own alternate story you know it could they didn't advertise it that way but that's it, what, it could and it I probably it will yeah but i just i don't want it to be true my heart tells me that that can't be the truth you know i finished it, uh i finished triangle oh strategy my... by the way oh did you it made me want was to play fire it? emblem you know oh. the, the story is quite good and the voice acting it was actually quite good and, and like voice acting is great yeah well for for like a lot of games like this i don't mean to you know besmirch anybody but like the voice acting is usually like pretty bad but then mm -hmm. the voice acting was good the story was good so it's uh, it was a worthwhile um game but maybe one yeah. fire emblem i'm gonna tell you something 
if and I am one of those people that I get on Twitter and I see people complain about stuff in Marvel and stuff in Star Wars and I'm just like, oh whatever, it's fictional. Who cares that much? You that know? Is, that's me. <laughs> and it's like but at the same time, if we get Breath of the Wild 2 and everything that happened in Age of Calamity is like really came to fruition and is part of Breath of the Wild 2 and the champions are alive and everything, I'm gonna be so mad because that's like that that just like takes this whole story that we knew and loved from Breath of the Wild and then just like we're retcon, just kidding. You know, let's just use the time go back in time trope and save everybody. And it's just like, ugh. Okay. Can't we do something better than that? <laughs> I'm going to jump ahead to percentages because we're already talking about it. But uh, okay. here we go. The story of Age of Calamity does have an impact on the events of Breath of the Wild 2. Mm. Does have an impact. I believe in my heart that it doesn't. It's its own bubble. So I'm going to say 8%. Okay. In your heart. And I'm you going say. to say that I will be a hundred percent salty AF if it does. <laughs> Alright, so here's my line of thinking. I'm not very high on this either. I think Age of Calamity is gonna end up being its own bubble. So let me just throw this out there. I'm gonna say fifteen percent. Okay. But here is where I could maybe see the event I, I don't think that the events of Age of Calamity having an impact on Breath of the Wild necessarily means a situation that you just laid out where like it kind of renders the events of Breath of the Wild meaningless. I don't think that that's necessarily the case, but I do think that we could see something where like now we have this like split timeline where we have the what happened in Breath of the Wild and we have what happened in Age of Calamity because we know how the Zelda series loves their timeline. And so I'm wondering if maybe we see Terrico in some form or fashion show up in Breath of the Wild 2 because that's a pretty convenient way to get your hero from the present to 10,000 years ago. Oh, okay. Well, here's the thing. I think that Terrico could very likely be in Breath of the Wild too, even without the Age of Calamity stuff that Terrico took us through. Because Terrico is shown to exist while Zelda is a small child and then was kind of like right. turned off by I'm guessing her father after her mother died if I'm remembering the story right and he was in a box so I like I think it's likely that Terrico could ex exist in Breath of the Wild 2 just in a different aspect like she, maybe she finds him in the box and she's like oh it's Terrico from my well, childhood I'm, I'm saying gone. the Terrico from Age of Calamity comes to to Breath of the Wild or Breath of the Again. Wild 2 or like let, let's assume the Breath of the Wild and Breath of the Wild 2 are the, the same timeline but I, I think that that's possible and I think that, Al, that could be a way where you can get the four champions involved in, like, a significant role. Not just, like, a yeah. not a supporting role. A significant one. No, I get, yeah, I get that. I don't think that's off the table. Like, I think there's so much equity built up in those characters. I don't know if they just cast them away. I don't. I think that maybe there's that scenario where, like... Age of Calamity came out, and we saved the champions, and that happened for a reason, and it happened for a purpose, and now they're going to help us in Breath of the Wild 2. I think I'm just, like, with my heart, I want it just to make sense in, like, the overall grand scheme of things, and I don't think this is going to happen. But, yeah. like, if it did, I would I would forgive Age of Calamity, and I would be like, this rocks. This is awesome. Like, because I want a happy ending at the end of the day. Like, I want, I want those champions to be well. I want, you know, evil to be vanquished. All that good stuff. 
You know what this would be if that's the, if this is the case where Age of Calamity is like kind of precursor to Breath of the Wild 2. It's like taking Supernatural, the show, and continuing from season 6 to 15. You had a perfectly good closure story season 1 through 5, same with Breath of the Wild, and then you had to go and be like, I'm going to milk this for all the money it's worth and keep going with it and kind of just take the closure that you got and like break it and split it open for no reason except for money would it surprise you to know that i have never watched supernatural no but i know people know what i'm talking about like that's a very high opinion that season one through five was a perfect concise story and then they ruined it because they wanted to keep going and making money okay okay you know uh you know a franchise that could have made more money but didn't it had restraint i watched it last night i watched austin powers and the spy oh who shagged me last night. That is a series that could have kept on milking it and milking it and milking it and making Probably. movies. But by God, after the third one, they were like, that's enough. We've had enough. Good on them for making that decision. <laughs> Shout out to you, Mr. Austin Powers. Um, all right. <laughs> Our next percentage. Are you ready? Yeah. The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, will get some kind of special re-release next year to mark its 10th anniversary. Hmm. Okay, um, sure, let's just say, let's just say 60% on that. Wow. I think that it's a possibility, I never thought of that before, but I like it, I like that idea, and especially if, uh, especially if it's on the Switch, in some way. I'm gonna say 5%, 5% it happens. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't, I don't see it. I would love if that, I think if the 3DS was still in like circulation, like of course, or like if there was like some dedicated handheld, mm -hmm. like it, it absolutely would have, you know, received that kind of treatment. Um, and it still might in the future. It still might, but I don't see it on Nintendo Switch. I could, I, I just, I just, I just don't see it. I don't see a way that it ends up there. I don't think 3DS games were incoming to Nintendo Switch Online. Um, mm. We certainly don't have a virtual console to speak of. I think that you could absolutely get around the touchscreen like uh, controls of that game because they're not really like that. They're not really like that touchy in the 3DS version, right? Like you basically just use it to navigate your bottom screen. So I don't think that that necessarily would be an issue. No. Um, I don't know. I I guess I guess I just couldn't see. I just couldn't see them re-releasing it on Nintendo Switch. What I, what I actually I could see is like them making like a third to the something game, Link to the something game. I think that that could that. be more likely, actually. Yeah. I just don't see it as something that would be very hard to do. I mean, a lot of the games that we've seen be re-released have been like total remodels, remakes, or ports, right? Mm -hmm. Or some remodeling in some way. And I don't think A Link Between Worlds needs a lot of that. Like, yeah, you right. may need to update the menu in some way, but, like, you just throw it on there, and I think it would be fine as a port. It doesn't even have to be part of the virtual for 3DS or anything. Right. I don't know. I, I just, I don't see it. I don't, I, because, like, in my mind, Nintendo doesn't release games on the Switch that aren't priced at, like, full value right like they yeah. just they just don't do it and i don't we got skyward I... sword last year for i mean they didn't really specifically say it was 10 yeah. years but it was 10 years yeah but that that's like a full 3d console games like between worlds is significantly smaller 
Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know if I see it. I don't know if I see it. I, I, I actually think it would be more likely that it, the game is, like, remade from the ground up. Kind of like Link's wow. Awakening. Like, not in, not in the same art style as Link's Awakening, of course, but, like, right. something like that, where... I don't even think it needs it. I think it's a great I, I don't, game. I don't think it does either, necessarily, but, like... I think that's more likely than like the game that exists right now comes to Nintendo Switch and it's like mm-hmm. ported to Nintendo Switch. It's kind of funny that I have like all these thoughts of things that would be just so easy to do on the Switch yeah. and <laughs> then Nintendo just doesn't do it. You know, <laughs> it's like, why? Make it a new so much easy game. money here. Take my whole bank account. Like just. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. Let's keep on trucking along here. I got another one for you, Al. Okay. <clears throat> The Hyrule Warriors franchise will continue and add a non-Breath of the Wild entry in its ranks. Do you have a percentage for that? I do. I do. You go first. My percentage is 55%. I think think it's almost inevitable that there will be another Hyrule Warriors. So I think that another one will come out eventually. But a non-Breath of the Wild related one. That's that's the tricky part. That's the tricky one. Because, like, you look at the series and it's like, where else does a game like this really make sense? And I could offer you that maybe the prologue of Skyward Sword. Like, we've talked about that before on our show. Mm-hmm. I think that that could make sense for, like, the, the you know, Hylia's fighting demise. That could work. Um, the What do they call that war? The imprisonment war or whatever in Ocarina of Time. Oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> that could yeah, work, but I, but I mean, you're, you're basically creating, like, uh, an entirely new roster of characters, and I think that the premise of Hyrule Warriors is, like, get all these characters that we already know and love into the battlefield. So, right. I'm going to say 55%, but I'm not confident about it, because, like, I don't, like, I don't know exactly where you would want to put this. I mean, I guess they could just do, like, Hyrule Warriors 2, you know, and, and do, like, a sequel with Lana and Sia and volga and all those schmucks but i don't know i don't know if the world really wants that do they no so here's my here's why i'm a little bit torn about it because it's it's like really odd hyrule warriors by itself was fine because it like adapted you know at the time what 2014 so like 20 something years of zelda into one game where they kind of they had split like dimensions to fit the split timelines they had virtually every character that we know and love across many games and platforms and then you had something for breath of the wild which made sense and like the setting made sense for age of calamity and i get that so i can't see another hyrule warriors game happening unless it's like the next full like story Yeah. yeah like yeah like the next story of zelda that isn't that's beyond Breath of the Wild. I don't know how long we're going to milk Breath of the Wild, but maybe like 10 years from now they might come out with it. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. So I'm going to go with 20% on that. 20%? Because okay. Because it just seems so weird that you would have this uh, this um, this huge collection in Hyrule Warriors OG and have had all those DLCs and then the Breath of the Wild-esque one, and then I don't know what you would do with a third one. I have no idea. I think it would just be Hyrule Warriors 2. Like, I do. And that sounds kind of lame to me. Well, exactly. But I think they would do it. You know, like, I I think that they would do it with, like, Breath of the Wild characters and, 
I mean, like, who else wasn't added to Hyrule Warriors? I mean, pretty much just Breath of the Wild characters, right? So, like... Right. <laughs> I think... I think they do it. Um, we'll see, I guess, but... I I'm, I'm kind of second-guessing my 55% now, though, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, maybe I should go 51%. How about that? That's as close to all in the fence as you can possibly get. Vadi was not in that. Brett, you were absolutely right. Um, yep. All right. Are you ready for this one? This one is one I'm looking forward to. Okay. Assuming the Super Mario Brothers animated movie is a success, The Legend of Zelda is the next Nintendo franchise in line to get a movie, Donkey Kong excluded, because they've already announced that. There's a Donkey Kong movie coming out? I'm pretty sure, yes. Pretty, okay, but so even like Donkey Kong is kind of tied to Mario in my opinion here because like they got they got Seth oh, Rogen yeah. playing Donkey Kong in the Mario movies like that's more of a spinoff than like a next like Nintendo movie so I'm saying that the next Nintendo movie The Legend of Zelda what is, is your Mario's percentage success? assuming oh, it's a success gosh. yes let Joel from Link to Ray, he's just throwing out these zero percentages all these everywhere. zeros this, is, this guy is all or nothing I love it um, God, I, this is hard for me because I feel like I, so I, I, I'm I'm seeing a lot of low percentages in chat, and so my question to you is like, if not Zelda, then what else? <sighs> right, right, like Here, like what else? Here's my thing. I don't know if it would translate. Are you saying that it would be an animated movie too? Because of I'm not saying any, I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying that this, assuming the Mario movie is successful in some form or fashion. Zelda is next in line to get okay. a, and I'm not talking about like, like Mario sequels, anything like that. I'm talking like it's the next Nintendo IP to get a movie treatment. Okay. So like they could make like 10 Mario movies and, and that's just, that's the same line of, of movies. I, I'm, I'm kind of high on this. I'm not like, I'm not going to tip it over the line and say over 50% cause I'm not, but I think I'm like 45% cause I'm looking down the, the list of franchises of Nintendo, and, and we don't really, I guess we can't count Pokemon either, since that's already, like, you know, kind of been there, done that, and that's technically the Pokemon company. So, if you take out Mario, you take out Pokemon, what did we say earlier, that Zelda's number three, right? And Animal mm -hmm. Crossing maybe is number four, knocking at that door. I, I think, like, why not, right? Like, why not Zelda? Like, everybody loves Zelda. Maybe it's a Netflix series, maybe it's kind of like Castlevania, Maybe it's a live yeah. action series. Like maybe it's, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think you look at Nintendo franchises and it's like, okay, Zelda seems to make a lot of sense. Like what else? Like, again, my question is like, what else? Like, do you do Metroid? Eh, probably not. I mean, Metroid would be kind of cool though. To yeah, but that, I mean, that's pretty niche too. Like do you do Fire Emblem? You could. That'd be easy to do. That'd be a good show. Yeah, that would be a lot easier. I think, okay, so I had been giving it some thought because I was, like, pretty low. But then I was like, you know, they've been bringing in all this voice acting to Zelda all of a sudden. And not just in Breath of the Wild, but they did. And, of course, it wasn't as huge as Breath of the Wild. But they did in Smash Bros. as well. They gave Zelda some lines and uh, had something going for Link for, a, like, not words, but voice, you know, more right. so than the standard that we get. And and they animated them in some way into motion, and I just feel like they could totally do that. And I just don't know what format or what I would even enjoy, but I could see them going in that direction because they might see money in it. So I think I'm gonna I'm think I'm gonna go with you and say 
I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sit at forty though. I'm just okay. like part of me is just not sure if I even want that and if it's a good idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that the movie would be good. I'm just yeah. saying like someone from Nintendo is just like we can make money with a Zelda movie, so like let's just do this. Oh my this. gosh, virtual con uh. <sighs> Virtual theater, sorry, would just lose their marbles about a Zelda whatever. Uh, you know, we've we've covered a lot of Zelda animated series before. Uh, it's kind of we've been there, done that. Um, yeah. All right, so we uh, we only have about fifteen more minutes here, also. Let's kind of let's pick up the pace here because I got a few more percentages for us to get through. Okay. A fully fledged Zelda Dungeon Maker game will release for Nintendo Switch before the system's life is done. Oh, okay. So sometime in the next... How much longer would you say the Switch has? Like four years? Something like that, maybe? Jeez. Um, that's a, that's a long mean, life. Like nine years is a long life. It is. That's why I'm like, geez. Um, I'd say... It looks like they were kind of in the works and testing it with mm -hmm. uh, Link's Awakening. So yeah. I'm going to say 75%. I'm optimistic about that. I think it makes sense. I'm going to say 55%. And uh, I'm going to say that because I think I think that... So a big reason why Nintendo has, has leveled up the Zelda series, as we talked about, is that they've really, like, ramped up the yearly releases. Uh, or, the, like, the releases to be, to be yearly and annual or whatever. So I think that we're going to see Breath of the Wild 2 next year. I think that we're probably going to see the Oracle games at some point... Uh, I think that mm -hmm. those are definitely coming. Um, but what else after that, right? Like, uh, I, I do think that you need kind of, like, a buffer game in between some of these bigger games. And I think that a Dungeon Maker would be, like, a fine, like, buffer game, right? Like, it's not going to be, like, the, the biggest game in the world. It's, it's just going to kind of... It'll probably release in, like, a quiet month where you have kind of nothing else going on. Um, they already kind of did the trial run in... Uh, in... Link's Awakening, and, um, you know, there are, like, there are Dungeon Maker games that are available, like, right now, like, today, um, not from Nintendo, obviously, but, like, you know, th so, so, it is there, and it's possible to do, and I think that you could do, like, a cool 3D Dungeon Maker, 2D Dungeon Maker, Link's Awakening was obviously, like, very limited, uh, in terms yeah. of what you could do, but I, I think as a proof of concept, like, that's not, uh, yeah. And, and, and so in chat, like, there's some valid points. Like, not many people love the, the, the chamber dungeons. And, and, you know, that's fair. But I, I think that that was, like, that was just kind of like a, a slow demo, right, to see how it fit together. I think that if you took that general concept and, like, you know, expanded upon it, it, it could be pretty fun. Again, I don't think it's going to be, like, the, the best game ever. And I don't think Nintendo would, would want it to be. I, I don't even think it, might, it would be called The Legend of Zelda something. It could be, like come you know dungeon maker or something whatever right um, Zelda dungeon maker sure. something like that but i think uh, it'd be fun yeah i i think i'm kind of high on that there you go all yeah. right speaking of the oracles let's go for this next one okay the oracle games will use an original art style when they are remade and not use the link's awakening art style 10% I am wow. pretty certain. Wow. If you, I mean, you really think about it, they looked similar in their originals, right? So, like, I felt like they did. To no. me, they did. No. no. What do you mean, no? 
The that's sprites. Not, no, they don't look all that. Okay, well, the sprites look the same. Come on, it's like sprites. The, the, if you look at the artwork in the I'm manual, saying. it doesn't look all that similar. Okay, but what I'm saying is, like, if you're going to work off an engine to make a game that works conceptually the same as Link's Awakening, just use the same one. Like, I think it's very, very likely that they use the same art style that they did for the uh, remake of Link's Awakening. So. Joel is 100% that they're going to use a different... I love this. <laughs> this this guy. Um <laughs> I think you're right. I agree with what you said. But I think that they should use a different art style because I think that that art style should be unique to Link's Awakening. And I think that a part of that game's charm and and identity is that art style. And I think you lose that and dilute that a little bit if you use the same article. So I'm kind of having another head versus heart moment here where like my head probably says that they're going to use the same art style because it's already made. There you have it. It's it's there. You just need to redo mm -hmm. the games and make new assets. But I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go sixty percent because I think that the Oracle games should have their own art style, and I think that the developers will recognize that that these games should have an identity that's different than Link's Awakening. So yeah. this is really more of like a heart prediction. I think if I'm being honest with myself, you're probably right, and they're they're gonna use the same graphical style but going with my heart Al. i hear you i mean i i agree it should have its own identity and that would make link's awakening and it's cute little misfit toys art style it's own unique thing but i just don't see that happening okay so we've got one two three we'll do three more and we'll try and fit four if we can so okay. here we go any any other game then Ocarina of Time will top Zelda Dungeons best Zelda ever list for 2022. <laughs> Can I say 0%? I'm going to I'm going to throw out 0. Ocarina of Time like has top, been like first place uh, first or place, top first three? place. No, first place. Okay. It has to finish above Ocarina of Time. So for for anyone unfamiliar, Ocarina of Time has dominated the best Zelda ever list at Zelda Dungeon for the last four years like dominated like finished in first by a sizable amount really i feel like oh really? yeah yeah like huh. like at least so the way it works is all of our writers submit a a list with like their their number one zelda game let's just say that there's 20 zelda games so their number one zelda game gets 20 points their number 20 game gets one point um and that kind of adjusts on how many games they've played but essentially that's how it works so like Ocarina of Time is finished in first by, like, a good 50 points, like, every year, at least. Mm. Which is, like, pretty significant. And you're saying that it will just always stay that way? Well, I'm, the question is, for Best Zelda Ever 2022, any other game other than Ocarina of Time will finish in first oh, place. Oh, for 2022? 2022. Okay, then I, I'm going to say... Someone I, just, hold on, someone I'm, just complimented my Super Mario Bros. shirt. I gotta give him a shout-out. Thank you for that. Uh, I'm going to say 5%. 5%. Okay, so I'm 0, you're 5. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, Breath of the Wild has a chance. It always has a chance, but... It always has a chance, but does it ever get there? It doesn't. I mean, it's been making its way up every year, I feel. No, no, not really. Like, I think Maybe it was, I think it was number 3 life. in the first year, and then it's been number 2 for the last couple of years. 
Okay. Although, I mean, to your point, like in 2017, when we revived the list, Majora's Mask was number one. So. Right. But then now Majora's Mask is like not even the top number five. Five. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Um, all right. So that's not a very high one. And maybe this next one isn't either. Here we go. The corpse scene in the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer is not Ganon or Ganondorf in some form or fashion. That corpse is not Ganon or Ganondorf. Zero percent. Wow. Okay. Zero percent. I 100% think that... uh, I 100% think that it is Ganondorf and... I'm excited for it. Don't ruin this for me. Like, <laughs> I'm excited for the Scanondorf. He looks awesome. What if? What if, Al? What if? That is the hero from 10,000 years prior. No. 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 Don't. I don't buy into that at all. <laughs> all right. Well, fine. I I think it's possible it's not. Because, like, I guess, I guess you have to ask yourself a, a question of semantics here. If it's... Let's throw out a name like Demise. If it's someone akin to Demise, does that count as, like, Ganondorf? Because I don't think it does. I don't think it does either, and I still don't think it's likely. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, I agree with you. I'm going to go 25%. Because I do know, like, Nintendo likes to keep us in the dark. They like to swerve us. And so what we what we all assume when we see that is, like, that's Ganondorf, right? So, like... It see if it seems too obvious to be true, maybe it is too obvious to be true. But then, and then also on the other hand, like some things just make sense. Some things, you know, even if they're obvious, it's the right thing to do. Right. So. And I, I mean, Ganondorf has been been in multiple Zelda games, and it just makes sense. Like, why tease Ganondorf if, it, if it's not going to be Ganondorf? <laughs> so my my thought my thought when I'm giving my twenty five percent is actually like. I think Ganondorf will be in the game, but maybe that wasn't Ganondorf himself. You know, no. just like just that little that little swerve for us. Um, no, I don't think it's impossible. I wouldn't say. What did you say? Zero percent? Yeah, I said zero. Come on, nothing is ever zero percent except for a game finishing above Ocarina of Time <laughs> on our best sold ever list. Uh, okay, let's let's keep going. I think we do have time for two more. Maybe I have like five more actually here. So oh my God, should we do like a speed round? No. Like lightning round. No. No, I don't think so. Okay. Because um, I want the discussion on this next one, because this one is near and dear to me. Okay. The Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap, is available to play on Nintendo Switch within the next nine months. Nine months? Nine months. I am going to go 90%. 90%. Because you know, Al, you know what's coming. Everybody knows it's coming. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. Game Boy Advance games on Nintendo yeah. Switch Online. And the time for that would probably be September, when traditionally there's a Nintendo Direct that's being held. And if you remember, September is the month that when Nintendo Switch Online first uh, was was rolled out, September was a month where you had to subscribe. So most people's yearly subscriptions float over in September, late September, early October. Um so having like a new feature like this to incentivize them to not cancel that yearly subscription is something that I th- I think that like when it comes to Nintendo Switch Online, September is always the time that they announce like cool stuff coming to it. Game Boy Advance games seem to make a lot of sense. I think we all think they're coming. 
We all hope they're coming. It makes sense for them to be coming. And, like, if you were to, to say to me, name me three Game Boy... Name me three games that define the Game Boy Advance. Minish Cap is one of them for me. Okay. I couldn't name you three Game Boy Advance games except for Minish Cap what? because... I <laughs> we didn't play that one as much um, oh. growing up, so sorry. But um, also, thanks for reminding me when to have money on my account for when my Nintendo Switch Online <laughs> so, um, subscription goes. Um, I'm gonna say I'll say 55% because like I have no idea. That seems like way too soon to me, but it also everything you're saying makes total sense. So sure, 55% just because I'm unsure. I mean, like, do you think Game Boy Advance games are coming? Yeah, I just I just don't know when. I feel like it would be super smart to do everything you're saying, especially with the price tag they have on it now. So I think I, that would be uh, very smart. You know what I would keep my eye out for? The most interesting thing about Game Boy games being added to Nintendo Switch Online is if we see the Oracles as part of the Game Boy Color Collection. Because I think if we don't... That's like a dead giveaway that these Oracle remakes are like coming soon. There you go. Um, but if we do, maybe they're not, maybe they're not coming as, as quickly as we think that they are. Um, mm -hmm. So that that'll be interesting to keep an eye on as well. I think that there's like zero chance Minish Cap is getting a remake of any kind. So if if it wasn't there, I would just be, I would just be salty. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right, one more, and then we're gonna call it quits. Um, are you ready for this, Al? Yes. Traditional companions, as we know them, are done in the Zelda series. Aw. I'm going to say 30%. 30? Wow. Yeah, because I feel like it's still likely that, that they'll come back and that we'll have one because I think that they have been successful. There's just loud people that gripe about them being really annoying um but and i feel like they add to the story and to the experience and to the immersiveness so i say that yeah there is probably a possibility that they could be done forever but not a very high possibility i'm not, I'm not laughing at you i'm laughing at another zero percent uh from joel yeah uh i'm gonna say 60 percent I'm gonna say sixty percent because I think you've already seen it with Breath of the Wild, like you you've already seen it, uh, and I mean Link's Awakening was a remake, so it's not really its its fault necessarily. But there was no companion in that game either. Um, yes, we had Skyward Sword, which has a companion, but I think that Breath of the Wild showed us that we don't necessarily need a companion, in that in fact um, we don't want a companion. Like I I think that some of the, like such a big part of the allure of that game is exploring the world. Right. And, and I think that yeah. obviously breath of the wild two, I think is going to have the same kind of idea um, of exploring the world. And I think that I'm not sure if we're going to see a bunch of like traditional 2d top down Zelda games as we know them on the Nintendo switch going forward. So I think, I think that like by, by definition of everything that I just laid out, I think that the, the breath of the wild formula is the new formula. I don't know if we're going to see more 2d games, you know, you 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 play. You take A plus B equals C, and C is that there's no more companions as we know them. So. But the thing about companions is they're not just guides for you in the game, which True. you could very ha have easily had in Breath of the Wild. 
you just had map markers telling you where to go. You could still have a companion being like, hey, you should probably go see Impa in Kakarika Village. True. But they have a, a, like most of the, if not all of the companions are a big part of the main story element. So. All, all I, true. Like, all true. And that's, easy. that's why I'm not saying a hundred percent. That's why I'm saying 60%. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it's likely to have one because it feels like an easy way to make a good story. Is to find out that your companion is in some way integral to the main story. <laughs> okay, well, I I don't think that what you said is wrong, and uh, as as my father always told me, time will tell who's right. True. Very so true. Uh, we'll see. This was this was a fun segment. I think that we should bring this back sometime in the future, Al. Yeah, I, I had fun. This was good. Yeah. Um. So that's gonna do it for us. Thank you for everyone that was uh, in chat with us playing along this was uh this was a lot of fun to do and of course we got to thank the big man himself joel for um for for hosting zelda creator con just a uh an amazing uh event full of creators and and just tons of cool people doing cool zelda stuff so i hope that you've been watching this weekend i hope that you're gonna stick around and watch we got lee kovacs coming up right after us which is gonna be awesome um so yeah stick around and watch so shout out to joel for putting this together it's a it's a labor of love so everyone listening that's listening to us, uh, make sure that you go support Linktober in, in all of uh, Joel's endeavors. And uh, yeah, just a reminder that we're going to be doing this every week. We're live streaming every week over on Twitch at the ZeldaCast. So make sure that you come and hang out with us. Uh, we got dressed up for you today. You know, we, we got our we got our makeup on and everything like that. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, hopefully we get Nintendo Direct soon and we have some actual Zelda news to talk about. So fingers crossed, get your summon circles ready. Uh, until then, we are going to get out of here. We want you guys to check us out over on Twitter at the TheZeldaCast, at Spateri316, at Allison Aletha. And uh, make sure that you're subscribed to the TheZeldaCast wherever you get your podcasts. Until next week, everybody. Take care. Bye.